Well, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Journey Through Her Eyes. Tonight, I want to talk about being single at a later age. (laughs) This is such a frustrating topic, um, especially for those of us that have been single for a long period of time. Um, We enjoy our singlehood and still there can sometimes feel like there's something missing, like maybe we do want to share our space, our time with someone, not because we're looking for someone to provide for us or care for us. Like we already got that, you know, we just want truly a companion, someone to share life with, someone to share experiences with, someone to have with you when those moments where you feel weak um, or you're just frustrated and tired and you need someone to lean on. And it's so difficult to even imagine the idea of having to consider someone else in virtually every decision you make because that's what happens when you're in a relationship and when you're so used to coming and going as you please there's no one to answer to you do things your way uh, in the time frame that you want to do it in Um, entering into a relationship after all of that freedom (laughs) can be a little challenging for some of us and remaining open to the idea of finding a partner maybe getting married again one day or getting married for the first time it is it's a struggle for a lot of us but what I hear the most is men and women so frustrated with where do I meet my person? You're running around with the same group of people. You're running around town. You're meeting the same people over and over again. And these are not the people you're looking for. Um, You know, you might go to a club. You might go to a bar. You may go to some singles groups and, you know, do all these things. Um, with or without the hope of of meeting that special someone. And I got to thinking about this um, after my own um, frustrations and, and again hearing this from other singles that the people that we do run across, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of common ground or, you know, you're just not into the same things. And then I thought, well, I mean, if I'm someone who enjoys the outdoors, going fishing, hunting, hiking, kayaking, if I want to meet someone who enjoys those same things, then perhaps I need to get out and do those things more. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) 
I'm certainly not likely to find that kind of a person at a bar, right? And I thought about that and then I heard other people talking about it and I just had this moment of laughter because of the absurdity of the idea that, you know, we're all running around going to restaurants and looking at work and just all these other crazy places that we hope to meet the person that we want to spend life with. But we keep running into people that don't have the same values because we're not going to places that people who would value the same things you value. We're not going to the places where they would be. Um, I don't know, there was just this this level of hilarity to, to that. Um, and it just seems like we're so close-minded <laughs> about where and how and when we might meet someone. I mean, if you like to travel, then travel. Go somewhere. Go to the places you want to see. Um, yeah, I remember having a conversation a few years back with someone, and this person said to me that, you know, they, they want, you know, like, they want to be able to go out to dinner, and they want to go to movies, and, you know, there's just no one to go and do these things with, and I thought, and I even said to them, I'm like, then go do it. I mean, if you want to enjoy a nice dinner and a nice movie, then what's to stop you? Go. Do that thing. Go to that place. Enjoy yourself. Doing the things that you love. And you're more likely to run into the person that's going to love and enjoy those things too. Um, but then, you know, the other thought to that is... To me, in my opinion, it is unreasonable to expect that someone is going to do with you and for you the things that you are unwilling to do for yourself. I mean, it's different if there's for some reason you're, you're not able to do things for yourself. And, and then you may hope that someone will help you with those things and do those things for you or with you. But, you know, kind of going back to the dinner and movie, like if that's something you want, then by golly, give it to yourself and enjoy it. Not worrying about being alone or, you know, sitting down and having a meal by yourself. I know when I got divorced... <laughs> I struggled with that. I would feel so awkward um, going to a restaurant and sitting by myself. And for a time when I when I did start to do those things, because um, I do, I, I will treat myself to a nice dinner, um, maybe a nice lunch somewhere. Um, occasionally I will take myself out for a movie or dancing or hiking, whatever it is that I feel like doing, I'm just going to go do it. Um, 
But it was very, very awkward at first, feeling like people were staring at me or judging me and the crazy thoughts that would go through my head like, oh, they probably feel pity for me because I'm by myself or, you know, they're probably judging me for, you know, like, oh my gosh, why is that woman sitting by herself? Like that, you know, just all these ideas of thoughts that people may have about seeing me out by myself. And (laughs) now the idea of those thoughts is absolutely hilarious to me because to be honest, nobody cares. Nobody cares about what you're doing. Nobody cares that you're by yourself. Like, just enjoy your own company. And and if someone out there is watching you or seeing what you're doing and they're judging you for it, they're not a part of your life. So their judgment means nothing. It doesn't affect you. It doesn't affect your life. It only affects you to, to the level that you allow it to. Because you're the one that's allowing that thought in and you're the one that's allowing the emotions to be attached to it. You're the one who's allowing yourself, your own mind to shame you for something that you're doing for yourself. And it's okay. I mean, we do a lot of things for ourselves that, you know, we're like, oh, I'll just do it by myself. I'm not going to ask anybody for, you know, whatever reasons. And we'll go out and we'll, we'll, we'll fix our own cars and we'll do our own repairs in our house and we'll mow our own lawns and we'll, you know, take care of all the laundry and all the responsibilities. We'll do all of those things without ever asking for help because we are too proud to ask for help or, you know, maybe we've been let down, like all these different reasons that we give ourselves to not ask for or allow others to help us. But when it comes to actually doing something relaxing, um, doing something enjoyable, we, we pine over this missing person. And at this point in the game, like, I don't get it anymore. I don't even understand how I allowed that type of thinking to limit me. (laughs) So my point is, if you want something, if you want to enjoy something, if you want to experience something, stop waiting for someone else to take you along to do it. Go do it. If you really have to have company, find a friend, join a meetup group, you know, um, join a singles group, an activities group, do something, but do it for you. Stop waiting for other people to come along to live your life. Because if you really want to have someone in your life that is going to love you for you, that's going to enjoy the things that you enjoy, you've got to love you for you, and you've got to enjoy the things you enjoy on your own and learn to enjoy your own company. So that's my thought for the day. Um, Perhaps a bit biased and, you know, just it's just my opinion. Y'all know. 
I'm just sharing my thoughts and how I see the world. So I hope y'all have a great day. Thank you again for joining me on another episode of Journey Through Your Eyes. And we'll talk next time. Bye-bye.